May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Howdy, howdy, this is the Cosmic Cowboy with Cosmic Love for Saturday, February 11th, 2023, and today I'll be discussing two newsletter compendiums since my last show. First was a full moon release almost a week ago called 2023 Vision for Stabilizing World Change, which I've updated with several new videos and some corroborating articles. Then if we have time, I'll go into... Pfizer busted, planning another pandemic. Well, that was published uh, about 12, 12 days ago. So this is a live presentation uh, as I speak and broadcasting over the Internet to 23 nations. And when the podcast is up in a few days, you'll have the links to the newsletters I'm referring to. So you can read along in another window and pause the audio to read the articles or watch the videos. Or you can always go to HeartCom Network and see the archived shows. Um, and you'll see that the theme of this year is 2023 Mainstream Awakening. And this Mainstream Awakening is the 2023 thought form process meme of the year, which is predictive modeling as the Great Awakening goes mainstream. Now, this meme thing, I didn't even know what the word meme really meant, you know, uh, till, I mean, I used it, I hear it, and I kind of get the idea, but I didn't really know what it meant until I, I put in the search bar, M-E-M-E, and what I got was the definition of meme, it's a noun, it's a self-propagating unit of cultural evolution, which corresponds to the gene as a self-propagating unit of genetics. So uh, a meme is to cultural evolution uh, as a gene is to genetic evolution. I thought that was fascinating. I didn't know that. Anyway, before I go any further, it's time for a cosmic weather report. For those who are new to quantum field astrology psychology, it's good to understand the order of the universe whereby the quantum source field around the Earth and between our ears is connected to very subtle planetary frequencies. Now, this is the same quantum principle of bioenergetics with homeopathic remedies that demonstrated quantum healing with subtle frequencies a hundred years before quantum science even became a thing. I mean, think about that. Homeopathic remedies, which are phenomenal. I used to work as a naturopath and a homeopath, raising my kids with homeopathic home kits. They're phenomenal how they work, and they're proven to work. But they, you know, it was it, it was proven to work be long before uh, quantum science, the bioenergetics of it, was understood. And if you go back a thousand years ago to ancient China, when they were having a golden age. Uh, at the same time that Europe was Europe was having a dark age, you know, a thousand years ago, 
common medical practice back then in China and to this day is uh, acupuncture for redirecting energy currents in the body to optimize healing. Now think about that. The quantum field energy meridians in the body and the quantum order of the universe, as far as how this is all related together, has been known and taught for millennia in the East, but it's been suppressed in the West with the takeover of natural healing and even homeopathic healing by pharmacidal protocols of drugs for whatever ails you. You know, the allopathic community standard medicine that we have today. I mean, no judgment other than for what it is, but, you know, maintaining a philosophical, philosophically correct perspective, uh, it's good to kind of keep in perspective that quantum healing has been around for more than a thousand years, at least in the East. So it was actually the ancient Chinese who taught how the kingdom of heaven is truly within you through cosmic gestation from the time of conception when a single fertilized egg creates the body, you know, one's body in the mother's womb, which is a bioenergetic cosmic womb, whereby the 12 lower vertebrae in the mother's back steps down the deep space energies, of the 12 constellation in, you know, focusing into, into the, into the womb, creating a bioenergetic womb, whereby the body cells are influenced by this field as they rapidly replicate with creative tension, you know, one to two to two to four cells and, you know, four to 16 to 32. And this creative tension uh, of the cells replicating um, in, in this matrix of quantum astrology, biology, you know, you know, is activated with your psychology uh, it's like the cosmic clock begins to tick at the first fire breath at birth. Now, people that are into astrology understand how this works with transits. Transiting influences relates to your natal chart. In other words, the planets continue to move, and they trigger then the kingdom of heaven within you as far as, far as your bioenergetic blueprint. Your blueprint, you know, that, like I say, was infused into your bioenergetics at a cellular level over the nine months in the, this bioenergetic womb. So anyway, this was the ancient Chinese order understanding of the order of the universe. I've read about it over the years. It's fascinating because <clears throat> they understood how it's all connected. You know, the, you know, as above, so below, as within, so with, you know, with all the kingdom of heaven is within you. So as far as the global astrology psychology goes right now, as I speak, the moon is in Scorpio. Uh, and it's it's the focus of a finger of God called a yod with Mars and Jupiter sextile and combining, you know, co-creating, you might say, synergizing. Their, they both have respective combustive energies. You know, Jupiter uh, in, is in Aries, um, which is a, a cardinal fire sign, and the Jupiter is very expansive in a fire sign. And Mars is in Gemini, and Mars is always kind of combustive, and Gemini is an air sign. And so these two combustive energies are being synergized and focused in this bioenergetic yod, uh, you know, focus on the, the moon in Scorpio, which is, corresponds to, you might say, God vision. Uh, you know, Scorpio, uh, Scorpio can be higher than a eagle flying into, flying in, in, you know, out of the sun and, or, or the belly of a snake. It can be lower than the belly of a snake. It can be higher or the lower 
<coughs> Excuse me. I'm a little uh, uh, energized by the bioenergetics of the hour, you might speak. So I'm going to try and cool my jets a little bit. I was probably over-ramping some circuits out there. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is that the energy of this yah, this finger of God, is a good formula for a hot vision of the big picture like an Eagle Scout surveying the terrain of collective conscience. But there's something else going on right now uh, that's really interesting. Uh, the first, uh, it's the regarding the first three signs, if not the four signs of the of the etheric into the mental quadrant of what's called the cosmic clock. Cosmic clock is a standardized frame of reference for the twelve, um, uh, twelve uh, signs, the twelve you know constellations. With Capricorn at the twelve o'clock line, um, and going around the clock, you know, with Aries at the um, three o'clock line of the clock, and that standardized form of re reference is considered the etheric quadrant of the quadrant clock of the cosmic clock. And you, you got the mental quadrant then, um, and then from the six o'clock to the nine o'clock line is the emotional quadrant. From nine o'clock to twelve o'clock is called the physical quadrant. So the etheric quadrant is like the etheric blueprint. It's like the spirit, the spirit of being God, love, source, I am, 5D presence, you know, however you want to say it. So I'm going to go into a little bit of the other unique things in the chart, astrology, psychology, because it is, to me, rather fascinating that this is going on in the first quadrants, uh, the first quadrant of the cosmic clock. You've got Pluto's in the last degree of Capricorn, and it's conjunct Mercury. I mean, it's a, a tight conjunction within about a degree or two degrees. And and um, so you've got, you know, might say the power of transformation, you know, Pluto, uh, with with conjunct Mercury, which is, like you might say, the, uh, the mind of God in terms of geometrically ordered divinity, you know, like the order of the universe, you know, the mental understanding of that. So it's like the power of, higher mental uh, constructs, and actually Mercury is in Aquarius. First degree of Aquarius, like Pluto's in the last degree of Capricorn. Aquarius, you know, so the Aquarian vision, the mind of Aquarius, uh, which I go into in this compendium today. You'll be hearing about that. So again, there's a congruence with what, what, what I'm talking about and how I'm talking about it regarding the uh, mass astrology psychology that's going on at this time. So uh, in, in the uh, uh, degrees of latter degrees of Aquarius, um, you have Sun conjunct Saturn, which is a congruence uh, with the Sun. Saturn is congruence you know, or kind of a, a serious formulation um, constructs regarding, again, it's in Aquarius and it's with the Sun. So uh, basically uh, the will, um, you know, the the primal force uh, of Aquarius is more congruent at this time with this conjunct that con unique conjunction. Also, then the the next sign coming around, you know, the first quadrant, you've got um, the Venus and Neptune are conjunct in Pisces, and Venus uh, Neptune is a higher octave of 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 Venus. They're they're basically, you know, they're they're both, you know, they're 
there's a, the frequency the more of a physical love with Venus and Neptune is a higher spiritual love and they're conjunct in Pisces, which is their favorite sign. That's their, I mean, that's where they're, they, they thrive in Pisces. So you've got a really strong thing of, of, of earthly and spiritual love being magnified with this conjunction in Pisces. At this night. And that's a really good aspect. And then you move on to the next sign, uh, which is the, you know, the Aries uh, coming out of the etheric quadrant into the mental quadrant. And you've got, uh, you've got Jupiter in Aries. Um, it's conjunct Chiron, and I'm not going to go into that. Chiron's the wounded healer. I really identify with that. But um, uh, in any regard, um, there's a transformation point with Jupiter's very expansive fire, you know, uh, and fiery with it being in Aries right now. Cardinal fire. Aries is cardinal fire. And so you've got expansive aspect of, of this cardinal fire. And that that again, I, as I mentioned earlier, that Jupiter is sextile to Mars in Gemini, and they're both focusing their energies in this finger of God down to the moon in um, um, Scorpio. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. That's a lot. So uh, so much for the cosmic far side, um, which I think you know someday will be more common sense in the quantum age. I know it may sound far out to some new listeners, but uh, this is what I do, Cosmic Weather Report, um, in the shows, usually, to give a little orientation, a little backstory on the quantum field in which we all live. So, remember that the podcast playback, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, can be paused to watch the videos and read the articles and the, the newsletters that I'm going to be going into now. Uh, again, ones that are listed in the show notes. So, Enjoy your custom multimedia show if you're listening to this in the future. Anyway, um, I'm going to go into this first compendium. And um, um, as I pull this up, this is something that uh, uh, I put a lot of energy into this since the full moon in Leo here about a week ago. And this reality report is called the 2023 Vision for Stabilizing World Change as Global Awakening Goes Mainstream. Now, I have like I have updated, uh, as I said earlier, this this compendium, I've I've added a lot of videos to it since I first published it um, with with the full moon. And and um, uh, as I as I referred to earlier, and um, I'm going to touch on these uh, some of you may have uh, who get my are on my newsletter list would have got the earlier one but since then like i say i've added graphics articles um infographics and um some exceptional videos so in this i have a you know on on the website i have a, a picture of a capstone which has got an amazing story behind it. And you can actually click on that capstone, which was found in Egypt. And this is in one of the royal, you know, one of the museums um, that have ancient uh, uh, Egyptian artifacts. This, this, this the story behind this uh, capstone is quite amazing. And I'm, I'm sure some of you will appreciate that. But uh, this compendium I'm going into now, by the way, again, published in the full moon in Leo. Back on uh, January 5th, uh, it was updated today as I was finishing up uh, for the show. 
It features different signs of the times and a vision of our Aquarian future. I begin with that, you know, with the idea of, you know, connect the dots. I mean, this is a great time to get a grip on the big picture from global conflict to global resolution. I reference the energy right now. It's like that eagle, you know, uh, basically uh, soaring over the uh, the terrain of the collective consciousness. These are windows. These videos and articles are windows this last week into what's going on into the psychological terrain of, you know, the, the mass mind, you might say. Some amazing insight, things that have been in the news, um, things that have not been in the news. Um, some things have been in the news to a limited extent. Others have, you know, like I say, um, you, you, you rarely, if ever, see in the, in the lamestream news. So let's take it from the top. You know, first I'm going to go into this vision of our Aquarian future, how we are on the cusp of the Aquarian quantum age. Now, those who are not familiar with that concept, that term, Aquarian quantum age, and a, and a debriefing on what that looks like, what we're getting into with quantum everything, quantum science, quantum reality. Uh, there's links on this quantum stuff that you can read up more in depth, and it's, it's pretty amazing if you're new to it. Those who have been following my uh, emails and my compendiums, uh, you're well aware of um, uh, what these links are, so you can skip over that and go on to um, some other juicy stuff. But anyway, um, this whole quantum shift is is making the mechanistic, you know, old paradigm settled science, quote unquote settled science, and making it obsolete sooner or later. It's in the process of happening. It's already happened with a large percentage of the global consciousness. Um, are transcending the slip in the surly bounds of uh, paradigm paralysis. And, and what we're now witnessing is a global revolution in higher consciousness. I call it evolution, revolution, revelations. Thanks to the great awakening revelations that are fast emerging for global netizens, connecting with a new common sense of net reality, thanks to the instant everywhere interactive computer internet revolution. So. That's a mouthful, but uh, the way Thomas Paine said it, uh, with his common sense that sparked the American Revolution, the way he put it is that it is all times necessary. This is a quote. It is all times necessary, and more particularly so during the progress of a revolution, and until right ideas confirm themselves by habit, that we frequently refresh our patriotism by reference to first principles. This is really important, folks, because um, we're looking at a new global evolution, revolution worldwide right now called the Great Reset or whatever. Excuse me. <coughs> Don't want to get too excited. I ate too much not that long ago. <coughs> okay. So the way I, this is significant is that at this quantum shift time right now, as Thomas Paine would say, it's, a, it's important to keep in mind the first principles of uh, freedom and opportunity for manifesting the Aquarian quantum age <clears throat> evolution, revolution, however you frame it. But the first principle uh, is important, and it's referred to as the logos or the law of uh, atonement sometimes called the law of atonement, but it's the law of at one month. 
of buying for unity and diversity, you know, e pluribus unum, which is on the great seal of the United States, as a process for coming into real community by way of interactive local and global telecom telecommunications. Now, those who are familiar with the love codes, which you can link on and read about, this is the O, the spherical consciousness that's truly spiritual. Uh, in the L, there's a small O. In the V, there's an O. And this is the geometrically ordered divinity, L-O-V-E, the E being the um, looking down on the pyramid. You might say the plan. And again, the circle in the middle there it references the capstone. <clears throat> Love Codes goes more into this. Understanding geometric ordered divinity or sacred geometry. Um, it's something that I'm talking about all the time because these are the first principles. The first principles of by and for the United Sovereigns of Earth. <clears throat> I got a little raspy throat, so I'm drinking coconut water with mango in it, and it soothes my throat. So we're looking at um, um, a big changes going on in uh, the global community. And... Um, the, the key to stabilizing the rate of change and stabilizing chaotic uh, chaos um, and stabilizing world order really comes down to a communication process for coming into unity or community. Again, the e pluribus unum out of many one that's on the great seal of the United States. <clears throat> this is the first principle of coming into oneness or the circle of wholeness or whole eness, wholeness. Because what goes around, comes around, call it action, reaction, stimulus, and response, or reaping what we sow. The first principle of karmic cycles is energy flows where intention goes. So, as I'm fond of saying, pure intention focuses attention with love retention for conscious ascension in the fifth dimension of full comprehension. You might say ESP as effective sensory perception. So this golden rule of law, love standard in one form of unified field or another, freedom of, freedom of assembly, speech, etc., is at the heart of every golden age. This unifying principle, this unified field, this unity and diversity, this uh, coming into unity through communications, telecommunications, and again, the higher the concept of this gold standard, the universal law language, you know, the love model, the, the greater the results. So this is an opportunity we have uh, to claim the victory of Aquarian of the Aquarian quantum age. I mean, seize the vision of what an upgrade of core constitutional freedoms will look like when Web 3.0 hardware cyber ethics go mainstream. Now, this is. The trending, the trend line into the future, the opportunity that we have for the integration of hardware, software, and netware for hardware. And those who, again, listen to my show re recently, or on a regular basis, I should say, know what I'm talking about, especially if you're on my news group and actually read the links and follow the theme of the year, the meme of the year, 2023. So, again, this is our Aquarian Quantum Age Destiny. I mean, it'll take years before global reformation to a high state will transcend the deep state uh, 
dystopia, you know, we see today. But in the meantime, it helps to keep the big picture of the creative ascent process, you know, the capstone in mind. Capstone um, and the links I provide on the, the capstone and uh, uh, the creative ascent process um, in this content. Again, that be this compendium, this newsletter begins with this understanding with a graphic at the top that you can click on of a capstone in Egypt that tells the ancient Egyptian story, the true story, what the capstone symbolism is about, what it's what it's really about. It's like an unveiling of this mysteries of why were the pyramids built and what were they? What was their purpose? So again, you can click on uh, uh, that image of the capstone. Uh, it's actually a photograph of a real capstone that sat on top of, um, I believe it was a pyramid or a what are those big giant spikes called? There's a name for them. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's like the Washington Monument has a little capstone on the top of it. Big, giant, uh, evading me. But anyway, as, uh, w what we're seeing now um, is this transformation process that's going on uh, from deep state to high state, from old paradigm to new paradigm, um, old order to a new order um, that's in process. And it's not clear to a lot of people where it's going, but it helps to be able to have the first principles in mind of the of the components to the capstone, you might say, the sacred geometry, um, of, you know, order of the universe principles um, that frame um, the context for understanding the what I call evolution, revolution, revelations, um, you know, the basically navigating the narrative of change, the, the massive change that's going on. It helps to have a frame of reference for that because the more information you have, the greater is the need to get it all in order. So if the ordering principle is the, is the first principle of universal law language, you know, the basically to get the order of the universe um, and energetic principles that are geometrized with the circle, triangle, square, and the and the, the love model. You know, again, frame of reference for understanding God as geometrically ordered divinity or geometric ordered destiny, divine destiny. So anyway, um, as for the global conflict raging right now, that most of us, you know, get in our we get and hear about all the time on the media, we're at a flashpoint. I mean, it's, it's, uh, things are, things are intense right now. Um, and it's like, it's coming to a head, like a giant fricking pimple. Anyway, there's shocking revelations that are coming out. You might say these are tox, spiritual toxins, mental toxins, emotional, physical toxins. As people are waking up, a lot more people and faster. Um, shocking revelations are, are waking up a lot more people. And, and, and I mean, it's happening quick. Uh, there are, some people are calling it the quickening. Uh, different people are referring to it as quickening. So this is a, this video that follows um, was on Fox News. It's an interview with Jimmy Dore. And it's just amazing. I mean, it's like one of the, the most uh, amazing truth-telling uh, 
videos I've seen, it's like smashing the big, it's called smashing the, the big lie of big war. It's, it's three minute, minutes of rare honesty. And, um, and again, for those who read my newsletter, a lot of people don't watch the videos. They just want to get an overview of what they're, they're all about. And so the, the captions and the uh, subtexts on these videos is what I'm going to be reading, of course, for the show today. You can always pause this if you're listening to the podcast, and you can watch the videos that are uh, that are in the uh, the newsletter. So this is referring to um, what's going on with um, um, the, 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 the military-industrial complex uh, propaganda in the media and what— Jimmy Dore is saying brilliantly is the enemy is not Russia or China or Iran. The enemy is big war profiteers. So Jimmy Dore goes ballistic on the military industrial complex, pushing for war after war. He explains what it is all about, and he nails it with truth bomb after truth bomb. So, uh, this lot of the major stuff coming out right now, all part of revelations, all part of mass awakening. You know, um, I mean, there there's other shocking revelations that are coming out right now. Uh, one of them from a less mainstream source is the is the article uh, by Benjamin Fulford, and I featured Ben over the years for his big picture truth telling. I mean, he can be brilliant, and specifically on the subject of the. Kazarian Mafia, uh, you know, the black hats, you might say, deep state corruption um, that's, that's behind the scenes that we never hear about, but we see the, the effects of it, like the, the one war after the other, as Jimmy Dore says. So, um, uh, again, uh, new readers of this newsletter who are not familiar with Fulford or his incisive debriefings on the alliance, uh, white hats, versus the dark side uh, deep state of corruption by the KM, he calls it, the Kazarian Mafia. I highly recommend you read the Compendium on Political Zionism, and I provide a link on that, to get the backstory. Because Benjamin Fulford, he goes deep into stuff that people that have been reading my uh, blog over the years uh, are familiar with where he's coming from. But if, if you're not, again, you can read the link that I provide on Political Zionism. It gives the backstory and what he's talking about as far as the KM or the Kazarian Mafia and how they uh, influence social politics and economics, East and West. So, big story, background. Um, that's the lead up to the article. And the article's called, uh, again, full. this is a full newsletter. He has a subscription newsletter, so his stuff isn't always published publicly uh, in full. But this full newsletter is called, quote, The Ukraine Has Fallen, Israel and Switzerland Are Next. By Benjamin Fulford, February 3rd. What he says, the major victories uh, by the Planetary Liberation Alliance are now impossible to deny. He says that the Anglo-Saxons, the Russians, and Chinese have reached the deal over the Ukraine and are now ready to finish off the remaining Kazarian Mafia strongholds of Switzerland and Israel. Once these control centers are neutralized, the final liberation of the United States will take place making world peace possible. Realize this is a different kind of world war. Now, that's just a little, kind of a teaser, what this article is about. 
And some of the articles and some parts of this article, some of you will find just hard to believe. And, you know, take it for what it's worth. You know, I've checked it. I've vetted the whole thing. And it checks out for what I understand um, is most of it, if not 95% of it, is probability, you know, uh, true. So I finish on the note with that little subtext that realizes a different kind of war. The next article segues into that understanding of Psy Wars, fifth generation warfare and the issue of sovereignty. This is by Robert W. Malone, MD. He's probably the, the most brilliant truth teller on the Internet on a regular basis through his Substack article right now. Guy's brilliant. This is from February 3rd. And what he's saying is that the molding, Controlling and capturing of your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs is the objective of this fifth-generation warfare. And I added, I added a note here that if I could only read and study one article in this newsletter, this would be it. This is a brilliant overview of how, what kind of war is really going on, and what's why is it that you know there's so much mass confusion and delusion and 3D inversion and subversion of, of higher 4D, 5D, you know, enlightened common sense. What's going on with this warfare? Of, it's like the most powerful special interests in the world have a vested interest in, in, in keeping common sense uncommon. So anyway, I have an infographic at this point that I've added that I think is great. It says, just tested positive for sovereignty, you know, like just tested positive for COVID, but it says just tested positive for sovereignty. And the symptoms include critical thinking, bodily autonomy, speaking your truth, gifts of discernment, standing up against tyranny, advocating for your children, and socially distancing from the system, referring the corrupt system, <laughs> referring to that. So more anyway, more on the end game for this Ukraine war, which a lot of people in the news is focused on a lot. What's really going on in Ukraine? There's a phenomenal um, video uh, that was published January 31st from the Duran and Duran. It's got Scott Ritter. This this either and Scott Ritter is brilliant in this video. He he was he Ritter is a longtime arms control expert, uh, and I think you'll appreciate his brilliant update in this report on the actual Ukraine-Russia war situation now, which is winding down, and he explains why. And it's going to be history before too long, by God's grace. So the truth is coming out in Ukraine, and Zelensky is in deep trouble. There's another video by Clayton Morris, and explains the corruption scandal with mass resignations at the top of Zelensky's regime. And um, some good insight on that, if you have time to watch it. Follow-up article by Pepe Escobar and from uns.com. And this Pepe Escobar, man, he, he writes some really brilliant stuff. And what he's saying in this article is that a panicked empire tries to make Russia an offer it can't refuse. Interesting story there, folks, from January 30th. Again, a little more than a week ago. Uh, panicked empire, uh, deep state demise. Again, uh, a panicked empire tries to make Russia an offer it can't refuse is followed by the article Panicked Empire, Deep State Demise. The quantum financial system, the QFS, is being integrated as the KM Bankster's monopoly on global currency is disintegrating due to a new gold standard that's emerging in our global markets. Now, that's a mouthful, but that's a lead into a very powerful video uh, by Soriel Amor, Amore Finance. 
And I mean, it's it's she goes into how China and Russia, you know, has an intent to, you know, and how they're going about with the BRICS nations to kill the U.S. dollar. This was from February 2nd. And the byline there is that the West's financial sanctions against Russia have accelerated de-dollarization. The BRICS and other emerging countries are buying record amounts of gold and planning to launch a new international currency backed by gold. Monetary reset is here and the tide is turning. So she nails it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've been reporting about this coming, happening uh, in the works and process. This is all part of the Great Awakening, Great Reset, folks. Now, this article is pretty shocking by itself. But the next one is right up there as far as big-time revelations. And this just came out February 8th. We're talking about two days ago. And this one's by Seymour Hirsch. I'm going to go into Seymour Hirsch a little bit here. Uh, but the, the article's called How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. I mean, the New York Times called it a mystery, but the U.S. executed a covert sea operation, an act of war, and kept it secret until now. It's coming out brilliantly. So, again, Robert W. Malone, MD, uh, MS. Dr. Malone gave an interview on this article, and he said that uh, he said Seymour Hersh is argued. I mean, he, he, he gave an introduction uh, uh, to Seymour Hersh um, in his um uh, his his um, writings, which he does again. If you can uh, get uh, and and see the Substack article, if you are if you haven't gone to Substack and subscribe to some uh, people yet, Robert Malone, you can subscribe to his for free. You can subscribe and get everything that he publishes. Get a little th- a little thing on it so you can read it. Um, and um, he had he introduced the, this story how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline by Seymour Hirsch, and, and as he introduced it, um, uh, he he said that Seymour Hirsch is arguably one of the most last remaining relentless American investigative journalists. He, he has a warrior spirit. He has a long history of breaking open some of the most important, carefully sourced investigations of the repeated malfeasance of the U.S. imperial administrative state, called the deep state, and its intelligence and military crimes. The very names associated with his journalistic revelations are historic. My lie, Abu Ghraib, the list of his breaking stories, which blew the cover on U.S. government misdeeds, is enormous. This guy is a national treasure, and now he has ferreted out the details and spoken the truth, which all who are politically astute knew, but none could speak for fear of retaliation by the CIA and the captured global media. But here it is, yet another story of illegal activities, how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. I mean, this is, again, an act of war. People all over the world know and respect Seymour Hersh and a reading this article does not look good for the U.S. empire right now. So, I mean, here's a big question. Is it is it better that our government lies to us about the economic war and the acts of war that the government is doing to, to keep the global markets from panicking? 
And then this is segues into an article from the Economic Collapse blog um, that says that don't be stupid. The U.S. economy actually lost 2.5 million jobs last month. Now we're we're told in the in the media we've been we're, we're, you know there, this last week we've been told that the economy added 517,000 jobs last month, but it it's not true. Uh, 2.5 million jobs were actually lost. The article goes into it, breaks it down. Uh, the the guy that wrote the article <clears throat> says that he just can't take it anymore. Fake numbers that are released by the government get turned into fake news by the corporate media, and trusting Americans don't even realize that they're being conned. Major news outlets across the U.S. are breathlessly trumpeting the blockbuster job reports as if it is a sign from heaven that good economic times are ahead. It's a con, you know, 2.5 million jobs were actually lost. So that's an interesting article. Um, well, some people just can't tolerate the idea that our, our government, you know, would, would, would lie to us. And, and they, they tend to believe it even when they're, they have plenty of evidence to disbelieve because no one wants to believe it, you know. Anyway. There's another article following on the financial coup d'etat explained. This is by Catherine Austin Fitz. It's a, it's a brilliant uh, article. Uh, goes on to say that healthcare policy is being used to implement a re-engineering of the economy and the control system. So this is out of, it's called Activism Munich. I think the lady is broadcasting from Munich, Germany. And um, um, at 10, 10, 15, 10 minutes, 15 seconds, Catherine Austin Fitz explains the great poisoning of air, food, and water. That was decreed in 1998. I think it was probably one of the Rockefeller Foundation study groups. <clears throat> decreed in 1998 to reduce life expectancy, which would be the social social security expenditures, um, and how they plan to do that by poisoning the air, food, and water, and which is what they have been doing, you know, with the fluoride and the chemtrails, and um, and now it's. Um, reducing life expectancy and now supposedly the u.s has a, the, the lowest life expectancy in the world and the lowest uh, uh birth birth rate is like the lowest birth rate um two 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 key key um, metrics in those regards came out recently i'm i'm not saying it just right but um anyway it's a huge huge issue um and the video uh, is very interesting by Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, this this video is followed by an, an article uh, on on food, uh, on big food, you know, industrial food, you know, the egg industries. And it's by um, um, uh, Vedana Shiva, who's a brilliant lady from India, uh, who's into quantum everything, and she, she's being interviewed by Russell Brand. And she joins Russell Brand in discussing and expressing her views on modern-day farming techniques and how damaging it is for the environment and our health. Uh, and then there's the infographic. Uh, first, they create the problem, you know, foodless, chemical-laced food, laced food, chemical-laced food that makes you sick, nutrition-stripped food that's chemical-laced that makes you sick, and then they sell you the solution, you know, a pill for every ill. <laughs> Other uh, news with contrarian views. Awaken with JP. Finally, we got some outrageous satire to laugh at the futile attempts of big media to dumb us down with all their cognitive dissonance and outright deception. So have a good hoot with uh, Awaken with from with with JP. 
Um, and I like the quote from Thomas Jefferson that follows uh, that, that some of you um, can read along with. Um, Jefferson is probably the, one of the most brilliant people that ever graced the White House. And um, he actually had Thomas Paine come to the White House. Um, and Jefferson apparently told him that if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had the, the Revolutionary War because he sparked the whole, basically he sparked um, the conscious awakening, the great awakening of, of the American people with his pamphlet uh, that was most successful political pamphlet in history called Common Sense. So I thought I'd mention that, um, uh, Jefferson's quote here where he says, if people let government decide which foods they eat and medicines they take, their bodies will soon be in as a sorry a state as are the souls of those who live under tyranny. Boy, doesn't that say it? Um, uh, well, that's followed by an, <clears throat> uh, an incredible video from this um, lady um, who's, who's, I mean, she's brilliant. This Sasha Ladapova. And, um, it was from her talk at a Stockholm conference. I, I'm not sure whether she's Swedish or formerly Russian or whatever, but she spoke in, in, in this conference, Stockholm conference, January 21st. And it's called COVID-19 countermeasures, uh, which is basically documented evidence from uh, pharmaceutical indus industries uh, for an intent to harm. What she does in this video, uh, she uncovers the fraud in the pharmaceutical manufacturing. Um, um, and basically she lays out, strips it bare, the big lie that our health authorities told us. <clears throat> it's good to know this. There's, you know, no going along with the grand illusion of what this COVID's all about if we don't get into how there was intent to do harm from the beginning. And they knew what they were doing. And they knew the harm it would cause, and they did it anyway. So what does that tell you, folks? What does that tell you? <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. I'm going to go move on here with the... <clears throat> the future of food is ours to decide. This is the, from the Corbett Report. James Corbett, guy's brilliant. And he's saying from GMOs and lab-grown meat to the eat the bugs agenda and uh, molecular gastronomy, uh, readers of What is the Future of Food will know that the global cabal is busy cooking up nefarious plans for re-engineering our food supply. Some people know about that. There's a good article on it uh, for people that really want to understand what's going on with the food supply. This is followed by an extraordinary video. Um, um, on the dark truth of America's Federation of State Medical Boards and how the protocols, the medical protocols have been passed down from government and NIH to local um, <clears throat> health authorities, um, <clears throat> health, um, um, health boards across the United States, how it was done. And as he goes on to say in the subtext, he says it was uncanny, during the past two and a half years, virtually every doctor in the West who dared to question the official COVID narrative by raising doubts about the jab or by discussing natural immunity 
or individualized treatment or discussing informed consent or by questioning the draconian mandates and restrictions, they found themselves under attack by complicit complicit paid-off local uh, medical authorities. So I've actually written about that uh, over the last couple of years, how they paid off the local authorities uh, through the um, the COVID financing, um, the, the giant multi, what was it, $1.2 trillion uh, bill they passed through uh, Congress, the, like the Patriot Act, you know, without anyone reading it, you know, that uh, funneled all this money. What did they call it? The CARES Act. They called it. If you can believe it or not, they always say, dude, it says just the opposite of what they are. I mean, CARES Act created medical tyranny by, by financing the tyranny from the top down, paying off medical boards if they followed the policies of masking and vaccine pushing. I'm, I'm serious. It's, it really boils down to that. That sounds outrageous, but um, I'm sorry. You know, of course, I've been talking about it for two years and a lot of people coming around to that horrible uh, realization that. Um, there are local medical boards and uh, medical authorities, uh, county medical authorities across the United States were paid off with money going to the schools um, if the schools complied. And they didn't get it if they didn't comply with the masking. But we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars locally <clears throat> going into schools and medical boards if they, if they followed the protocols. No masking, shutting down uh, the you know, shutting down everything there for a while, shutting down businesses, you know, uh, shutting down churches. I mean, we're talking about medical tyranny from the top down you know, with paid off local authorities. I mean, you know, what kind of tyranny, freaking medical tyranny is that? Anyway, to change the subject, enough of that. Uh, there's a video and it's from Forbes magazine and it says this may be the real reason why China was flying a trial balloon over the U.S., uh, the balloon hubbub this last week, of course, this was Forbes breaking news. And the whole thing was China's preparing to go to war and we're being oblivious. And I put a full disclaimer under that saying Forbes, like the Wall Street Journal, is the shill for the military industrial complex. Which, uh, going back to this interview um, uh, that I referenced earlier with Jimmy Dore, um, um, that the enemy is not Russia or China or Iran. The enemy is the big war profiteers, the military industrial complex that are making a killing and indirectly causing and directly uh, waging war. So uh, this is something to keep in mind that we're getting hit up in the mainstream media like uh, Forbes with this war agenda. And <clears throat> no one says it better in this regard than Paul Craig Roberts who was Assistant Secretary of State, I believe it was Secretary of State, or was it the Treasury? Secretary of the Treasury, I think. He had an article called The Chinese Spy Balloon Hoax. And from the article, he says that the after the Russian hoax, the COVID hoax, and the insurrection hoax, we now have the Chinese spy balloon hoax. According to Washington and the lamestream media, China sent a balloon that the Pentagon said could be loaded with explosives to spy on America. Anyway, um, there's, a, there's a lot more in the article. That was just kind of leading into it. But it goes on to say, uh, as soon as I have a drink here. <clears throat> okay. Uh, try to think of something the government has told the truth about. You know, Tonkin Golf, 
Ruby Ridge, Waco, Oklahoma City bombing, 9-11, Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction, Assad's use of chemical weapons, Gaddafi, Russiagate, January 6th insurrection, COVID, COVID vaccine, Ukraine, Malaysia airliner, get the picture, all the government's lies parroted by the prostitutes. Uh, he used the word whore up above. I crossed that out. Um, and uh, I, <clears throat> it was just too intense. But anyway, prostitutes, he does refer to them. He says are designed to advance. They're all designed. These lies are designed to advance secret agendas. I think most people understand that, you know, they're fronts for something, but it certainly isn't the truth. And so the people are brainwashed with lies so that they go along with these secret agendas. And that's the way the U.S. government functions. You know, they create these false flags and they create the problem and then and they, and they're the solution. So there's, there's no longer an American media. There's just an indoctrination ministry or indoctrination industry, you might say. Uh, so only the official narratives, please. All else is misinformation. We're from the government. We're here to help you. <laughs> um, there's another article here that I'm going to skip over. Um, it's 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 just more negative stuff uh, about about you know what these balloons could be. You know how they could create some horrible disaster scenario and this was natural life news and they're just trying to sell food reserves and survival preparation because it's just too much fear it's like fear porn you know it's like which is you know it's 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 uh it it's a subversion and inversion of a moral humane compass of ordained love so i'm going to skip that i didn't want to mention i had there was there's an article uh cory good on the secret space program updates um i've do these updates every once in a while in the secret space program, because I know I've had interviewed um, whistleblowers in the secret space program going back many years when they were first allowed to go on talk shows, these whistleblowers in the secret space program, because the technology is so far beyond uh, where, you know, the, the primitive technologies we have on the surface of the planet. They're using all these advanced quantum technologies for, for, for free energy technologies out of the quantum field and for healing technology and all this stuff. But it, it's, it, it, it creates what's called uh, disrupt. It's called disruptive technology because it disrupts the status quo of big oil and big coal and big pharma and the medical industrial complex and, and the military industrial complex, because, you know, all the energy problems of Europe would be taken care of in a heartbeat, you know, all over the world. There wouldn't be fighting over oil and resources and there would be an abundance of, of energy for uh, creating a garden, a golden age on Earth. Anyway, um, so the updates are, I think, are important to understand for people to understand that, um, you know, that this technology exists. And this is from the Sphere Being Alliance, Corey Good. And as Corey says, you'll hear, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the truth is a mixture of all these. And if we focus only on the good, with blinders on the rest, we won't be prepared for what's coming. And he discusses the solar flash, you know, what's coming um, and, and what that's all about. Some of you are familiar, some not so much. Uh, but you get a taste of it there. Uh, for those who are interested, you can always go to the website on the uh, Sphere Being Alliance and get more. 
Um, and I'm finishing up one of the last videos here is um, uh, from Jordan Peterson, who's really brilliant. And he was recently on the Joe Rogan experience. And he Peterson announced uh, an invitational vision of the future, trying to collectively formulate the answer to six key questions for self-governance. Apparently doesn't know about global telecom and do global telecare. But um, anyway, I segue into a quote by Walt Whit Whitman, Democratic Vistas, where he says, quote, I say we had better look our nation searchingly in the face like a physician diagnosing some deep disease, dis-ease. So as the old order disintegrates and the um, uh, and the Aquarian quantum age integrates, um, dystopian dysfunction and devolution precedes great awakening to utopian function and evolution. More on the creative ascent process. And I'm going to wrap it up by saying thank you, everyone, for listening to the show today. Um, you can read the links on the other information in the show notes. Uh, hopefully you've heard something that sparks your conscience and awakens your part in the global revolution and higher consciousness that is accelerating through the 2020s. So keep the faith, see the good, and make it so. Dance like no one is watching, love like you've never been heard, and be the change that you want to see. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Bye for now. May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Mm -hmm.